Punchboard Media, where we all bring something to the table. Pull up a chair at punchboardmedia.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gumbo Live. Here's your host, BJ from Board Game Gumbo. Hey, Board Gamers, BJ from Board Game Gumbo here, back with another episode of Gumbo Live. It's episode number 131, Gumbo Live, the number one Facebook Live talk show in Santa Cruz, California, dedicated to board gaming. Our special guest tonight, it's Grant Lyon, he's a comedian and a board game designer, and we'll be talking with him about his new game, Curmudgeon, Board Game Gumbo, a proud member of Punchboard Media. Hey, check out some of our other fine members, like Lindsay and Aaron. They're from another podcast under Punchboard Media, but they've got a new one for Boards Alive. They've got a new podcast all about classic movies and TV that they haven't seen, but their guest has. Are the guests' beloved shows still as good as they remembered? Find out on Cult Classic Callback, Punchboard Media, where we all bring something to the table. A couple of quick show notes before we get started. Our first ever Gumbo merchandise, I've got it up on the screen. Check out our Game Crafter link to get a copy of our very own board game Gumbo Bure deck with instructions on the gameplay. Carlos did an awesome job. It's a premium deck of cards. Make sure to check it out. Hey, Steve, it makes a perfect holiday gift. That's right. Bure Gumbo. We'll find out if uh, if Grant has ever played uh, Bure. Hit us up on social media, on Twitter, or on Facebook, or on YouTube, at Board Game Gumbo, and we'll be looking for your questions in the chat. Hey, but enough lather. Let's get right to our special guest. It's Grant Lyon. Hey, man. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, it's me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> welcome up. What's up, Grant? All the way from Santa Cruz, California. Yeah. I mean, I haven't lived in Santa Cruz for a while, but <laughs> I still love it. Okay. Santa Cruz is such a dope place. You, you did know? go to school there. Isn't I did. Right? I went to college at UC Santa Cruz. Stephen. Also, I want to say not to like, you know, just be a compliment fest right out the gate, but I love that Zydeco intro music. I think Zydeco is one of the most underrated music type there is. It's so much fun all of the time. Steve, greatest (laughs) guest ever. He said Zydeco on the show. Oh, yeah, I know Zydeco. Dude, I had two of my cousins got a for their wedding instead of having a DJ had a live Zydeco band at their wedding. Just because it's like it's fun for every all ages to dance to, you know. It's like and that was Grant Line on the show. Thank you. Good night, everybody. That's it. We cannot. I mean, it's we're hitting the top here, right at the start. Oh, that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. No, that is great. Do you you happen to know what band it was? I it was a it was a California band. It was okay. like a local band. Uh, but I still remember I was in I was in high school for both of those weddings. They were you know cousins that were like ten years older than me. And I still remember, I couldn't tell you what some, you know, they were they were doing Zydeco versions of some popular songs and then doing some like originals. And I still remember this one song everybody dancing to. It was like, ham bone. I know that one. Circus soup. I know that, I actually know the song. So my old, my old college roommate, Steve Riley, he used to make so much money. They would go up and down California. Stephen Verla, I don't know if you know this, but up and down California, they have all these Cajun dance music clubs where people go on Sundays and they have a Cajun thing. And Steve would make so much money going up and down the California coast. Hey, That's Grant, awesome. we didn't come to talk yeah, about we didn't come to talk about Zydeco, although I could. And I don't <laughs> think we came to talk about your illustrious college career. Oh, right look, there. look at that hair right the, there. The banana slugs. Yeah, yep. th- this looks almost like coronavirus hair. Was that yeah, what it yeah. was? was that what, Dude, that was, and look how crazy blonde it was right then, too. 
I mean, normally I don't have this mustache. So normally when I show people that picture, they're like, shut up, that's not you. And I'm like, no, that's that was me. You know, I I used to, when I was in college, when we whenever we would make playoffs, I would grow crazy facial hair sure. like for the playoffs just to be like intimidating or whatever. Playoff so, beard. Yeah, yeah. One year I had um, like uh, sideburns that came to a the point chops? at the corner of my mouth. Yeah, but like thin. Uh, one year I had uh, like a full goatee, but then spikes came off of it. Uh, one year I just grew this like super long billy goat. I mean, it was all bad, <laughs> you know. Before the uh, show, Stephen Burl and I were talking about it, and I've got a little bit of beard here, but in law school I used to grow a thick, giant beard, and people would always complain about it. And I'd say, uh-huh. no, I'm like Samson. If I shave it off, all the knowledge is going to fall out. You know, I don't want to be prepared for the finals. So, Grant, I I know everybody remembers you from the Division II championship that you almost won for the Banana Slugs. But but for people that don't remember that that playoff run that you guys had, the Banana Slugs, tell give us give us the elevator pitch. Who is Grant Line, and why is he on the show? Uh, well, as you said, I am both a comedian and a board game content creator. Uh, uh, so I, have been a comedian for a long time. I actually started doing comedy when I was in college. My very first performances were on a tour bus performing for my soccer teammates. I would like stand up on the front of the bus <laughs> with a microphone and be like, ah, here's some dumb jokes for 10 minutes. And then I graduated from that to literally, I'd be at like house parties, like college parties where like a bunch of my teammates would be there. And uh, and and they would shut off the music at a house party and be like, everybody shut up. Grant's going to tell jokes for 10 minutes. And I would stand on the couch and tell jokes. And then, you know, by the time I graduated, I knew that I wanted to be a comedian and I started doing it. You know, were you doing your material or were you doing the hey, how about that airplane food? Yeah. yeah. So my very first shows on the bus were doing all Mitch Hedberg material. Okay, if you know any of it, do you know Mitch Hedberg? For anybody who doesn't know, he's like one of the greatest one-liner, like weird comedians of all time, which is so funny because I'm not like that at all, like on stage now. But like, for instance, here's one of my favorite Mitch Hedberg jokes. He's like, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. (laughs) (laughs) Just like dumb, random stuff uh, like that. And so uh, when I first started doing it, it was like me going up and then my teammates and my coach were like, I want to hear some Grant Lyon originals. You got to write some of your own jokes. And enough people said it that I was like, at first I was like, nah, I can't do that. And then enough people said it that I was like, oh, okay, I'll do Yeah, that's funny. And then it just kind of went crazy from there. And, uh, and uh, you know, and, and I've been a lover of board games for like the last like five, six years. And it wasn't until the pandemic that I started making board game content because all my tour dates got canceled and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, well, I want to do something else to stay creative. And what's something I love? You know, it's like, well, you might as well. During the pandemic, it's like, it was a good opportunity for people to be like, well, what do I actually love? And how do I focus on that? And I'm like, well, I love games. I'm going to do some like fun content about games. So, you know, mm-hmm. I try to, I, yeah, I try to bring the comedy into that, but actually give real recommendations about good games. But still like make them funny and silly and you're talking grants game rex and hey look yeah. i know that i know that comedians i know you guys hate compliments but topher graves said grant makes really fun game videos if you haven't seen them on youtube oh. and that's grants game rex right there on youtube thank you Isn't topher right? i appreciate it yeah grants game rex yeah 
If so you I, just literally just throw Grant Lyon into uh, the old YouTube machine, I'm sure you'll find stuff. This is a live show, and so people are checking in. We got, hey, Kelly. If Kelly was the first one checking in. Kelly, got any questions for Grant? Make sure you hit us on that one. And then uh, our lefty rider down in the, down on the coast, Patrick's checking in. Of course, Jesse Fernandez, who's usually the first one. Jesse, a fellow yeah. game designer, by the way. He's working oh, on nice. it. So uh, it's not published yet. He is working on it. Uh, board, board game grand from down under. She knows Zydeco. Yeah. It's a worldwide phenomenon. I All know. From Australia. How you like that? That's huh? awesome. Yeah. Underrated, Dean, man. Dean, we don't have any pictures of Big Beard uh, BJ. But you don't have any pictures. Not right now, but I wouldn't even show them because Grant, <laughs> you've got the big beard look on some of those videos. That oh, I doing. know. I mean, like, really, when I saw, I thought you were doing shtick. I was like, oh, my God, he's doing like a homeless guy doing yeah. more. <laughs> no, I mean, legitimately. So right at the start of the uh, pandemic, my girlfriend broke up with me. Uh, and so I was like, oh, well, no. I don't have any shows. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have anything. So that beard was the definition of letting myself go. <laughs> that was literally like, well, none of it matters. I'm just going to stop shaving. Hey, uh, Dugas <laughs> says Mitch Hedberg, one of his favorite comedians. Dude, he's Look still great. I mean, he's one of those guys that was like on the verge of being famous and uh, unfortunately died too young. But boy, he's uh, he's great. You know. Hey, check it out. That's Grant's YouTube page, and you can hit, you can hit some. <laughs> yeah. So my buddy Dan talked to you a couple of weeks ago about one of your uh, famous videos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The you know the one, the, the wrestler. wrestler. <laughs> you know it's it's funny because that's the one I have video of. So to people who don't know, a, a semi-professional wrestler came up on the stage and need me in the groin while I was on stage, <laughs> which is a real thing that happened. Uh, and the craziest thing about that Wait, is like, so wrestling is staged. Are you sure you weren't doing a bit about staging a oh, wrestler? <laughs> I guarantee I legitimately like, I know you're joking, but legitimately, I think he thought it was a whole joke. I just okay. wasn't in on the joke. You know what I mean? He could have need me a lot harder than he did. And actually he need me sort of in the upper like thigh groin. Not because he's actually, a semi-professional. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He knows where to need you. But it still was like, I wasn't expecting that. And you still made contact, you know? But the craziest thing about it is, like, not even my worst show. You know what I mean? Like, that's how crazy comedy... You never backed down, though. I didn't understand that. Here's this big, giant... Yeah. Look. He looks like... I forget which uh, wrestler he looks like. I mean, he's a dead yeah. ringer for him. I'm going to yeah. brush my shoulders <laughs> off. A little street cred right there. Never back down. <laughs> You, yeah. You've got the street cred. Yeah. That's exactly right. You've got Dude, the street cred. Like I, I've had, I had like an eighty-five-year-old, like legitimately, I think might have been an ex-Nazi, like take a swing at me on stage. Uh, you know, like stuff like that. Like I've had, I've had multiple people come onto the stage and try to fight me. And I never backed down, which is like gonna be a problem at some point. Because, like you said, that wrestler dude was way bigger than me. Channeling, just, you're channeling yeah. your inner banana slug. Never well, back down. And 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 I'm not that big, you know. I'm like 5'10", 175, like you know, normal size. A dude that's way bigger than you. If you don't back down, they kind of go like, 
oh, this dude's crazy. I don't want to fight crazy. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nobody wants to fight crazy. So, Brad, uh, speaking of crazy, are you a comedian or are you a board gamer? You got to make a choice tonight. Which one is it? Well, tough choice. You know, if but I have to do it. If I have to choose, I'm going co comedy because that's what I make a living doing and stuff. So you made more money with the comedy than you did with the YouTube videos. Yeah, is what you're telling yeah me just, just slightly, you know, but uh, no, I mean, I've been a comedian for a long time. But, you know, I think honestly, with uh, with entertainment, it's the thing like literally in comedy before in like the 1980s, if you did a late night spot on Johnny Carson's show and he invited you over to the couch to talk afterwards, like you, your career was made. That's all you needed was one invitation. And like people would talk about that of like, just waiting for that moment. Is Johnny going to invite you over to the couch or not? And that doesn't exist anymore. There is no, there's just so many outlets, so many, so many different avenues and everything's like a stepping stone. And I long ago, Stop, you know, there's a lot of people in the entertainment business who go, what's going to make me famous, right? And they, they're always chasing the thing that they think is going to make them big. And, you know, it usually doesn't make them big. The, the difference, the line between being famous and not famous, I've realized is so thin, right? It's, it's this one thing happened and that led to this thing, which led to this thing. And you got this person in your corner and it's all this sort of like, avalanche but there is no one thing and you know it's like i know a buddy i have a buddy of mine tommy john again who i guarantee most oh, people shirts. yeah most people wouldn't know who it is tommy Jonigan's had five tv shows made about his life something like that four or five and none of them have aired right like that dude should be famous and right. he's not you know and it's just who ends up seeing it at the right time and that sort of stuff. So, you know. And I don't know these names. Do you know these names? Patrick wants to know if you know Carolyn Picard. Uh, wasn't she the one that was on the, the Enterprise? She was like the captain? Or Mutsy? Yeah, Picard was the, like, <laughs> Captain Picard. <laughs> uh, but I don't know either of those people, no. No. Steve wants to know about a heckler response. Hey, I don't come down to McDonald's and kick you in the crotch while you're working. Dude, I will tell you the greatest. So, you know, normally, normally you have a microphone, you're going to beat a heckler. But one time I saw a heckler say something so good and the comedian couldn't come back to it all. The comedian oh. was bald and was trying to say something and the heckler was like, you're so bald I can see your dumb thoughts through your skull. <laughs> And that just stopped it right there. Huh? And it was like, what? You, you can't say anything to that. Hey, so so what do you do? You know, here, hey, Chakru, here, here it is. We've got the professional. So I'm at a board game convention. And I'm trying to play games, and you got this board game heckler. Have you ever had to deal with that person? The one that comes stand over your shoulders and he tells you what to do and how to do it. You know, and he's making comments and he's making jokes and you're trying to play Coimbra or some really, you know, heavy yeah, yeah. game like Luke Bowen. Here's this guy doing shtick while you're trying to do that. What what do we do? You're a professional. How do we get around that, man? Yeah, you tell him to shut up. <laughs> I mean, and you do it. You the the best way, it's the same way you do it in comedy, is in board games, is if you make fun of them and get everybody else laughing, 
then they don't want, they're like, well, I don't want to be part of this. I, you've turned everybody against me. Now I don't want, you know. They, they the want them way. laughing at you, but if they're, if they're if you're laughing at the bully, maybe they'll walk yeah. away. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You get everybody else. That's why, you know, so many comics, it's like laughter is a defense mechanism. That's how we learned it when we were like growing up when we were kids, you know. So well, another thing yeah. I want to tell you, so so back in the nineties, I was a professional musician. I'm a little bit oh, jealous right. of you because in our green rooms, we didn't have anything to do. We'd set up for a show at noon and the show's not till eight o'clock, and I got eight hours to kill. And we're just yeah, sitting yeah. there bored to death in you the green room. In the green room the whole time. <laughs> well, sometimes sometimes we were leaving. Some some club owners were dumb enough to let us um stay on the I was a country musician, so they would have the mechanical bowl. Okay, and some of them were dumb enough to leave the bar and let us play with the mechanical. Yeah, bowl. yeah. That, and how many mechanical bulls did you break? <laughs> so bourbon and mechanical bulls don't really—they don't go yeah, together. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, but I mean, you—you you, from one of the interviews I heard, you got a chance to to play actually board games in the green room with other comedians. Oh, what, totally. What, what's a good game to play? Just to have in your backpack. What's the one that you recommend? Have it in your backpack, ready to go. When a bunch of friends are just killing time waiting. Well, if you're playing with comics, it's got to be like a party game, right? Okay. It's going to be like a more adult, like party game, easy to play. Nobody wants, you know, with comedians, they're all trying to make jokes the whole time. So you can't get more than like two minutes for a rules explanation because everybody's going to be making jokes. I'm like a light to medium weight gamer. I like hobby games. But if I'm playing with comedians, it's mostly going to be like the more mass market sort of stuff, unless I'm with some specific comedians. You know, I've got some like good comedian friends that are now like gamers and that sort of stuff. Some of my roommates are real into games, but like, you know, Telestrations is another great one to play like in a green room, right? Because you don't even have like, it's going to be a fun experience, even if you're not keeping score, right. right? It's like half of the time I play that, I never even... I don't know how the points work in that game. I'm just trying to play. I'm trying to have a beer and be find somebody. It's like, are you good at drawing? Then get out of here. Are you bad at drawing? Then I want you to play this. <laughs> I love games like that where you really don't care about yeah. the score. It's just yeah. about the experience. And hey, you know what? That's a good idea. It's a board game show. We should talk about some board games. So let's get uh, Verla up here. And yeah. Verla is uh, one of is actually the owner of the show now. I think she's the the board game overlord. But. <laughs> Also, I want to say, I saw on the chat uh, that Topher uh, won a copy of uh, Curmudgeon insulting on the Brawlin Brothers. So, Oh, yeah. look at that. Yeah, cool. I, I missed that one. Yeah. Congratulations. Cool. Yeah, congratulations. Good job, Topher. Topher. We're going to yeah. be talking about Curmudgeon later, and he actually got to insult Josh. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, yeah, it's Jordan. That's a good one. That's Jordan from the uh, No Cube Zone. He says, it's I sort of wavelength. like Wavelength, but with yeah. terrible things. It's yeah, the reverse perfect. of Wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Sure. I'm gonna yeah. have to check. I'm gonna have to check that out. All right. So, um, the game that I wanted to talk to you about is you played a game called Jurassic Parts, and yeah. I got to play this one with Jay Bell. I have not done a lot of live gaming uh, since March, but Jay started my bubble, and we'll come across a ten foot table and play some kind of game. And the one with, that we did was Jurassic Parts. So, disclaimer: I've only played it two player. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell, well, tell me about Jurassic Parks, Grant. Yeah, this actually made my top 10 of the year. I think I put it on, I think oh. I put it number eight on my top 10 of the year. So it's a game I really mm-hmm. like because, nice. you know, for, for me, the, the games that are like the best games in my wheelhouse are games that have good decisions and strategy, but are easy to teach like non-gamers Perfect. or people that don't play that often. And I think Jurassic Parks 
really fits into this. Like the components, like you're just showing right there, super nice and cool. And it's like, oh, there is there is a lot of choices where you're like, okay, where am I going to put this chisel? Do I want to spend an amber to like be able to get stuff? So the way the game works for people who haven't played it is you see this whole board and you are basically trying to place chisels and break off chunks of the rock and then there will be fossils and you're trying to compile different dinosaur fossils. Whoever basically combines the most fossils for points wins. Um, I will say, you know, you said you only play it at two, two player. I like, I like the game at two and three players better than I like it at four and five. Okay. Three players to me, sweet spot for the game. Uh, yeah, because, because with four and five, I mean, especially five, four is all right, but five, it becomes a little like random and chaotic. Like it's, it, it's almost like at two, three, your choices matter at five. It's like, there's just like, you can't, your choices aren't going to like really do that much. Cause there's just a lot of like chaotic randomness. And you're like, I didn't, I couldn't even get in on this score and I'm over um, here doing my own thing and stuff like that. So Three to me is the best player count. For that. I, I did notice with two when Jay and I were playing each other. So like you said, you're carving off these different sections and then you flip over the tiles and hopefully you get some kind of match for the set collection. And you've got these special powers. I really enjoyed the special powers. I thought they were yeah. pretty neat. But you're right. With two players, I noticed that at the start, we kind of stayed away from each other. But as soon as we noticed that, oh, he's going for that big T-Rex. Yeah. I'm going to take the rest of that T-Rex. We yeah. really horned in on each other. And there was a lot, especially as the board got smaller and smaller. It was a game that forced player interaction. But it didn't feel like a super mean game that was going to, you know, oh, you just destroyed everything I tried to do. Like to me, one of the reasons I like it is I, I don't mind take that because comedians are all about like take that, (laughs) right? We're, we're trying to, and this is a game that has like some element of take that, but it's not like overly and it's not like all the time like and and the take that is almost like in a choice where you're like oh if i put this chisel here and go this way maybe i can cut them out of it but maybe it doesn't work maybe they come back and they no. else and you're like ah you know it blew it blew up my idea that's you know? exactly what happened i tried to cut in on jay one time he was like oh yeah yeah and then my whole plan went out i should have been better off just staying away from him <laughs> yeah totally i don't like games like unfair where the game forces you to be mean to people and not yeah. only is it mean verla in unfair it wrecks you i mean you've built up this whole thing and then grant plays a card and goes ha and all yeah. of a sudden like Wait, you took all of my money and you're like i spent the last half an hour building that well i guess that didn't matter <laughs> that didn't matter at all that that is rough and ooh, ugh, that's a tough one so Jurassic Parts, Kelly said she's played it only at two-player also, and she's she's loved it too. Now, that's from 25th Century Games. It is. We'll, we'll be talking about them. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Chad to send me that big check, man. I'll be waiting. Big check. <laughs> no, but Jurassic Parts, I was actually surprised. Area control, not one of my favorite things. But if it's if it's in a short time frame, and what, what was this, like 40 minutes? I, think, I mean, yeah. I would say max like 45 minutes, you know. And it I, does look cool on the table. I was does, actually pretty man. impressed. Yeah, the rules, the the rules are pretty simple. The amber pieces are awesome. The rules are pretty simple. Yeah. And it was pretty phenomenal. Verla, you've played it with Kelly or you haven't got Not to yet. Not yet. Uh, she's supposed to be coming down to see me in a couple of weeks and she needs to bring it so I can try it out because that's yeah. been on my list. I'll give you Grant's cell phone number and he can uh, <laughs> just, you just call him up if you have any rules questions. 
And you're totally. Good. Perfect. Perfect. So that's Jurassic Parts from 25th Century Games. Gives a thumbs up from Grant. Thumbs up. Big thumbs up. Thumbs up. Top 10 of the nice. year for me. Nice. nice. BJ from Board Game Gumbo. I've got my guest here, Grant Lyons. And we're talking spicy hot games that, that we've played recently. I played the other one, but I've only seen this one. In fact, I was supposed to play okay. it with Kurt, and I never got a chance to play it. And it's called Cinder from one of my favorite publishers, Smirk and Laughter this time instead of Smirk and Dagger. Tell me about Cinder. I'm a little suspicious about this yeah. game. Well, so also, I really like Smirk and Dagger, uh, Smirk and Laughter, too. They're just Shocker. They're just good people, and yeah, I know, totally. Uh, a company design that designs all take that games, yeah, yeah, and Grant yeah. Lyon says, yeah. "I love them." Yeah, totally. How can I ruin your night? <laughs> Color me <laughs> surprised. <laughs> uh, so, in Cinder, you are setting up. I mean, at its core, Cinder is a push your luck dice rolling game. Uh, you are setting up uh, dating profiles and trying to find dragons to date and match with and that's one of the like the best part of the game you can see here on this image like the dragons have you know it's essentially flavor text but it's important flavor text you know sometimes sometimes in in stuff you're like well this is a flavor text i read it once i'm never going to read it again in this you are looking essentially you're reading their profiles that flavor text that's on the front you're reading the profiles and trying to think about is this dragon a match for me based on the profile i set up myself so i have said my own i've said my own you know i when i set up my own profile i you know i have to pick between am i mild uh hot or cold am i a a hoarder am i an investor or am i a spender right and so then you're reading dragon profiles and going like oh this dragon seems high maintenance they're a spender for sure i'm i'm a spender so like i'm gonna pick to like try to date this dragon and then you're like you know rolling dice and and uh, trying to get hearts and stuff like that to me where this game really shines is in the theme you know if you if you like playing games like for theme that's where like this game i think is is really funny in its theme i'm somebody that's done a ton of online dating so this really like hits home for me um I will Dra- say dragons. You say you swipe yeah, out yeah. the dragons, right? So yeah, totally. And so I think like if you've online dated before, that's why you're gonna like this game. You're gonna like it for the for the theme. The one thing I will say, like, um, just to like be aware of, is this game falls a little bit in that like it's got a little bit too many rules to be a party game, but mm. it's not quite strategic enough to not be a party game so you know it's like sometimes it's like well who's the perfect match for this game right if i I pull this game out with people who never play board games they're like wait what do i have to do now like there's like Mm. oh now i gotta pull this card and then this is gonna change this dice and that sort of stuff but i think you know for gamer type people that have online dated for i really recommend it for that type of a that type of a person cinder have you played it Berla? i have not played this one either love the artwork love the theme and the concept just sounds hilarious so another one i've wanted to check out and it, and it, it is one that's like it legitimately gives you a laugh you know some flavor text you're like boy you were trying to be funny here but you are not accomplishing <laughs> it you know this one it's like oh that actually is legitimately funny 
And that's, that's Cinder from moment. Smirk and Laughter. Grant says a party game, but maybe for people that are familiar with games, not the one you break out at Christmas time yeah. with your it, Aunt Myrna from and, um, it, and if you from like the, if you like the theme, that's the reason to play this game because that's like and everything feels very thematic in the game. So it all sort of feeds back into that. So I like it for that reason. BJ Morgan Gumbo, I've got my guest here, Grant Lyon, and keeping that theme of games that are relatively easy to teach, right? Yeah. And also games you could break out anywhere. Here's one you could play in the green room. I don't think you've played this one, Grant. This I, is I Mons, have Mons Drosity. Oh, I see what they did there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so Eric Slauson, a, a friend of the show who's been on the show and a lover of all things pun, designed this game called Monstrosity. It's out from Deepwater Games. Monstrosity is very simple. It's C, it's C, I, C, 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 S, ah, I'm saying it wrong, bro. C, C, S, I. <laughs> it's like CSI meets aliens. So uh, it's, it's, there's aliens that came into your town. Somebody saw, and they're trying to describe them, you know, so they've got um, the, the agency with the coats and the, and the names with the K and J and F and all this. And you're trying to design, you're trying to describe it to the other players. And basically what you're doing is one of the persons has seen this alien. They stare at it for 20 seconds, flip the card back over. No one else sees it. And then they start describing it like it's a sketch artist in your oh. typical CSI or any kind of police procedural. So you're describing, you got two minutes and everybody at the table is going to start drawing what they hear you describe. Now, <laughs> you know, I can tell you this. You look at something for 20 seconds. There's a lot to look at in this little picture, right? Yeah, totally. What, what are you going to focus on? You're going to focus on the colors. You're going to focus on the, the fire hydrant, the teeth, the eyes, all these different things. You try your best in 20 seconds. You start giving it out. And then everybody, at the end of the two minutes, everybody shows you those drawings. You secretly pick the one you think is the best. Everyone okay. votes on who they think is the best. And you get points from there. I'll tell you the points don't really matter, Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the funny thing is when somebody has that picture and then they've got that <laughs> for the drawing. Well, because I'm like a ter I'm terrible at drawing. Me so too. that's why like a game like Telestrations is what I like because it's like it's funnier if you're bad at drawing, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and Steve's got it. I was trying to say men in black. It's like the men in black lineup artist, right? With the sketch artist. So all right. This definitely <clears throat> sounds fun. Look, you said it best. It's not, it's not, you want somebody like me really <laughs> bad at drawing. Hey, I think sure. I was actually close. You think yeah, you know what bad. we're talking about. That wasn't bad at all. <laughs> but, it, you know, you get these, we're not Beth Sobel here when, we, when we're talking about drawing. And that's what's fun about Monstrosity. You get these really crazy looking aliens and you get these crazy looking drawings. And what I was surprised is that when I played it with my wife and my son, <clears throat> they're, they're not the the party fans they don't really like all the party games and so they were like oh another review game you gotta you gotta show yeah, us this yeah. game within two minutes they're laughing they're yeah. picking on each other they're having all these arguments about who is closer with the with the drawings or anything so i'm totally. thinking to myself what a perfect christmas game or what a perfect green room game when a bunch yeah. of comedians are sitting around the, look i the rules i told you that's the whole rules 30 seconds well and easy peasy this fits into that category. Some of my favorite games are like, what provides memorable table moments, right? Where you're like, I don't, I'm not walking around. I'm not walking away talking about, remember that time BJ won 
the game. I'm talking about like remember that crazy drawing somebody did. You know, like this this has those memorable table moments for sure. Verla, I know you you and Steve enjoyed when Eric was on the show, and he told it, but this is before it came out. And now that it's come out, what do you think? I mean, it it's uh... need to add it to the lineup and figure out how to play it uh, via Zoom. I, know, this said, I think that looks like it would probably work pretty well. It seems like it would work great. I'm actually writing it on my list. There it nice. is. Monstrosity. And look, the theme is carried all the way through. It's all about aliens. And they even have uh, an expansion. I don't know if I have it. This is basically what's in the box. You got a bunch of cards. The, there's so many cards. There's so many markers. It, there's plenty of stuff here. Uh, there's also a little expansion, cute creatures with even more. And he's got a bunch of artists in there. So it's a bunch of, I know, I know. It's it's as good as Eric said. Eric is a designer to keep an eye out for. He really has an eye for games that are intuitive, easy to teach, play quickly, but also give you an experience. If I'm yeah. going to play a party game, I want it, like you said, to give me a good experience. Totally. So, for sure. I remember that from when he was on the show. Like, I'm not super into party games, but pretty much everything he had to talk about, including this one, I was like, I could totally get on board with that. Berlin, next week, Jeremy Howard's on the show. We could maybe play this live. Oh, that would be fun. Right. One last game to talk about here. Let me see if I can get it out there. All right. BJ from More Game Gumbo, I've got my guest here, Grant Lyon. And before we get to his game, I want to talk about one more game from 25th Century Games because you had it on your list. Christmas list, Christmas Lights is a game that surprised me. Tell the chat crew what this game is about. Well, this game is like, if you've ever played Hanabi or something like this, this, is a, this is a great, like, family, easy-to-learn version. And it's just, right, I think there aren't that many... Uh, Christmas themed games and and I think we're all looking for that sort of stuff right now if you're going home to hang out with your family over the holidays like this is a great family Christmas game uh, the way it works is you you will have a, um, a, a a little board that shows you like five lights you have to put in order and you'll have a hand of cards of these bulbs you won't get to see your own cards you're holding them out to other people and you're trying to get clues on oh this is a pink bulb i need to play a pink bulb first so i know i need to do that and it's you know it's like one of those easy easily accessible definitely any age can play this good family time for 30 minutes christmas themed this is how I sold it to my wife, uh, Verla. I, t- I told her, just like w- the way Grant's describing it, I said, hey, you remember Hanabi a few years back? She yeah. didn't really like it because she doesn't really like cooperative games. What mm-hmm. if we were playing competitively? And she's like, ooh. And, and also, Hanabi is so hard. Like, I, I'm so bad at that game. Are you, like, are you the fourth person that always is the one like three steps behind everyone oh, else? Every time I'm like, I don't remember. Was this one green <laughs> or was this a three? I don't know. It's been too long. I found that clue. You know, the, Hanabi is one that I've like tried to play with my family, you know, because I think cooperative games are decent to play with like your mm-hmm. family. And that's one that like everybody cheats at. Like I can't, I can't, you know, my mom's like looking, you know, she's got her cards and my mom's like, wait, I can't remember which one was this, which, okay, I'm going to, and she's going to turn it around and look at it and then put it back in her. And I'm like, no, Pop, that's the whole point of the game. You, you can't, can't look. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So uh, Hanabi, a competitive version of Hanabi with cool art. It doesn't, it doesn't take long. I'm showing you pictures from the solo game. I couldn't find the picture that Lynn and I uh, took when we played it. 
I was surprised it works actually well at two players. In fact, it's very cutthroat. She kicked my butt in it, two to nothing in it. Uh, it was actually, a, this was a surprise to me. Dean says it best. There aren't, aren't a lot of great, um, or I'm sorry, Grant said it best. There aren't a lot of great Christmas games, but if you want a list, hint, hint, check out Meeple Town. Dean's got okay. a video that I have earmarked. Dean, I haven't watched it yet. I think he's got a whole video <clears throat> just based on Christmas games. You know, okay. that, Dean's the hero we always wanted to be. <laughs> you want to you want to play Christmas games? He's going to go through them all every year. Yes. In between watching all the Lifetime and Holiday Network, what's the name of that network? Hallmark. Hallmark. Yeah. <laughs> While he's watching all those Hallmark movies, he's playing Christmas games so you don't have to. He's going to separate the wheat from the chaff. So thank you, I, Dean. I, I need to check that out because I'm weirdly obsessed with Christmas. Like it's a thing that all of my friends and family know about me. Uh, so I'm always like, I, I have a rule that I only play Christmas music during the month of December. <laughs> like, like I was so into it one year, like, I don't know, this was probably like eight years ago. Uh, hard cider felt Christmassy to me. So I was like, I'm not drinking any beer in the month of December. I'm only drinking hard cider. And by the end of it, I felt like I was I had diabetes, you know, from all the sugar. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I just thought of something, Verla, for next week's episode. We need to make sure we have uh, the Wham song. Oh, no, we have yeah. the Wham song. We play it and we knock out the whole chat crew all at one time. Okay. So what's, the, what's the name of that Wham? Uh, there's a I Wham know. thing. Yes, Chris. That one, right? There it is. Oh, yeah. He just busted everybody. Very next day. <laughs> I gave it away. I'm not coming now. This year, <laughs> I'll give it to someone special. Chat crew, hey, you have all lost him again. <laughs> a man undercover. He tore me. I'm telling you, I can do it. He can do it all night. Yeah. Oh, I just noticed that um, our buddy Evan says he is really bad at memory games. So, so, Evan, there's almost yeah. no memory in this game. We should play this game for money, me and you, Christmas lights. <laughs> Honestly, this is like a like this is a memory game where it's like you don't have to remember more than like two things at a time. You're like, okay, I remember that this one is pink and this one is green, and I just hold them in a certain way in my hand, and that's like the most. I was honestly surprised. Ever. You cycle through the cards yeah. a lot more than you do with Hanabi. In fact, yeah. try and remember. The cards that just came through. I mean, they 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 constantly cycle through. So yeah, it's not as it's not as bad as I uh, as I thought I'd be. And that's yeah. Christmas lights from Twenty Fifth Century Games. Check that out. Nice. BJ for more game gumbo. I've got my guest here, Grant Line, and we're talking spicy hot games. And one of those spicy hot games is a, a game designed by you, Grant Line. Twenty Fifth Century Games. Tell us all about it. It's a party game but it's a game about silly insults dummy yeah uh the way i like to describe it is it's sort of like mad libs for ridiculous insults awesome thanks for uh, i'm glad you got a copy there thanks for checking it out um yeah i mean it's it's like mad libs for silly insults and the the focus really is on like the ridiculous not on the like mean yep you got a mic you can throw down or pass that's the player indicator is a microphone uh as, so the way the game works is uh, everybody will have life cards out in front of them. And those will be like aspects of somebody's life. You know, it might be like uh, teeth. It might be like a dog. It might be 
uh, earlobes. There you go. Spaghetti, elephant, hamster, neighbor. You know, some of them are like normal and some of them are ridiculous. And then what you do is in your hand, uh, you, um, you have insult word cards. And there are like a word or two words on them. And it is up to you to sort of throw the words together into like a crazy, silly insult, you know? So like, you know, literally I, I played this uh, 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 online the other day. It's up on Tabletop uh, Simulator 2. Oh, okay. And somebody, it, it, you know, this is one of those games that you walk away with those memorable moments too. Somebody said they had the insult um, word card that said debt. That's okay. all it said was debt. And they said... Your spaghetti is in such debt, it's only allowed to call itself spa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> I know. That's what I mean. It's like, it's dumb and silly and funny, right? And so, you know, it's about just the laughter and the moments and that sort of stuff. You know, the way that there is a point structure, it's like, if you notice, we tried to have, like, there are some... There's, There's some, a game in here. Yes, there is some structure and some format. And and part of the reason there is some real like structure and format is because we wanted it to be open-ended enough that you can bring your own creativity and sense of humor into it, but it can't just be like free for all because it's too hard. It's like then there's just there's not any structure or anything that allows you to sort of like grab onto something. And so hopefully there's like a a framework here, but you have a lot of creative license within that framework. You know, a lot, there are some party games, you know, I'm sure we all know, but some like mass market party games where it's like, I don't think those games are that fun because it's like, well, this card is pre-written. I have no agency over anything I'm doing. This is just boring. I think I know the game you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Totally. Not a fan. Not a it, fan. It's just boring to me. Whereas like, so that was one of the things we wanted to do with this game was like, well, how do we give the creative license back to the players, right? You're not just putting down a card. You are getting to decide the joke. You are getting to the, but there's enough framework there that, you know, I've yet to play this with anybody that can't do it, right? We'll hear from some people. They'll go, oh boy, I'm not going to be able to make up insults. And it's like, yeah, but there's enough framework there that like you just throw stuff together and it ends up being funny and ridiculous i mean that's the thing that's why i like to compare it to mad libs a bit where it's like you don't have to think up this epic amazing insult sometimes the stuff that's like the craziest that barely makes sense is the funniest anyway right 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 where you're like that's just so ridiculous it makes me laugh. Some of the funniest yeah. jokes I remember in college made no sense at all. It was it was somebody had this stupid remark in the middle of something funny and you remember it forever. And and that and what you're saying is we're going to get those experiences if we play this game. Just these really dumb things that people put together. Totally. And I uh, love the sound of this. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And and Evan said in the comments that uh can you get mean if you want to? Ooh. And totally you can because because, you know, if you see the insult cards that are on the on the screen, it's like we're giving you a few words. You get to fill in a lot around those words. And quite frankly, the game is sort of PG-13 as it is. Like there's some suggestive things in there, like this middle finger is for you. You know, there's a card that's like, you know, things like that, but it never gets. And, and because it's really just this framework, 
this game ends up being as clean or as dirty as the people playing it, right? I like, didn't take pictures of the ones that were a little yeah. bit more. Now they're, none of totally. them are totally blue, that's but what some I mean. of them are like, kind of suggestive there. Totally, Greg. totally. It's, I, I think that's what I, I just I've got people like Dave Dugat with sensitive ears. I want to make sure that I protect <laughs> yeah. them, okay? Well, that's the thing. It's like we tried to make it like PG-13. Like, you, you know, you couldn't, if you wanted to play it with your 12-year-old, you could go through the game, take out 20 cards, and then you'd be fine playing it with your 12-year-old. But I've also played it with people in a bar at midnight where it's like the filthiest thing <laughs> you've ever played. And it's like, hey, I'm not part of this. You guys are doing all that on your own. Like You are adding all of that to the game, you know? But so, it doesn't have to be that. You could literally no, play exactly. this with your aunts at Christmas, right? Yes, I mean, and I have. I've played this with people where I'm like, uh, is this gonna you know this is like a fairly like uptight like religious type of you know my mom is a uptight religious person and i don't mean like uptight that i'm making fun of a religion i mean my mom is uptight <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> so she's just a very straight laced you know very proper like in my house if i said pissed off my mom would be like don't swear in my house Ooh, like that okay. sort of like that okay. that's what i mean where and i played this game with my mom being like my mom was like i want to try i don't want to you know support you and i'm like mom this is not this is not your the game for you and uh and 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 we played it and i was surprised at how much she liked it Topher wants to know any consideration for an after dark expansion yeah totally i mean obviously the game lends itself to that we could easily make an after dark expansion and we could also make a you know, even toned down version of real family version if we wanted yeah. to, where we're making it very silly and that sort of stuff. And Dean wants to know, can he settle the family dispute with this? That uh, The answer is emphatically, yes, please. Please <laughs> use the game for that reason. I would love that. You know, holiday time, you don't want to insult your family in real life? Bring this game. You have an excuse to insult them. Uncle Ben always wants to yeah. watch the Detroit Lions, and we're not watching the Lions this year for Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a curmudgeon battle to decide who's gonna control the remote. Totally. Yeah. And you know, there's like I, I co-designed this with another guy who comes from the world of designing games more than I did before this. And so we tried to have like there are some like gamery elements to it right you know like having a lame card you every player gets a lame card so if everybody if anybody you know just does a real late lazy insult and they're like your spaghetti is in debt and you can just go lame and throw it down and then like try to basically it's a way to like kind of steal their their turn if I, had to use, I had to use it today on Twitter, Grant. Yeah, I know. It was great. I loved it. I loved the use of it. <laughs> I, got, I got Dave Dugod just jawing me there on Twitter, and I was like, lame. I Grant, I may carry this card around in my wallet. Yeah, yeah. That's perfect. I would love mm -hmm. that. Somebody gives me some guff. Like, <laughs> nope. Lame. Yeah. You play lame. How, how did the card – because I, I broke up I broke up in the game – Grant, it came at a bad time. I've got two people. Okay. You know, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. this is a game that I think is going to lend itself to uh, maybe some root beer. Maybe yeah, yeah, five totally. or six people drinking some root beer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, no, it's great for that. And so I that's think what I'm hoping for. But how does this work? So we've got the insults. We've got the life cards. Give them, give them the elevator pitch. How that part works? Because there's a game in here, guys. It's oh, not totally a game. Yeah. So if you see the life cards have a point value on them between one and four. And you have to 
simply meet or exceed that value with your insult. So you, you see the combination of, of insult cards. So you can see there, they, they're between one and four. So if I wanted to insult spaghetti, I could literally use any card because it's only a one. If I wanted to use neighbor, I got to use either two twos or a two and a couple of ones right here. So if I'm saying neighbor, um, I, I, I might say, uh, you know, uh, if I'm looking at it, I'm like, uh, your neighbor is your neighbor's wig is so bad they've made a MoMA a Museum of Modern Art piece out of it. <laughs> oh, so it's you that know? simple. Just combining yeah. the words together, basically. Yeah, exactly. And and both of those had two on it. So I've met the four requirement right there. And so you just have to meet or exceed uh, the uh, point value requirement. And but it once, doesn't stop there. Yes. And then once you have insulted somebody they can concede the card and let you win the lifeguard or they can start an epic retort battle. And by throwing down these, you'll notice the retort battles are sort of fill in the blank, finish the sentence sort of stuff. So, you know, if I said your, your neighbor's wig is uh, so bad, they made a museum of modern art installation out of it. That, you know, uh, you come back and you're like, yeah, well, your apartment is such a dump that you decorated it with those wigs, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, just something like that. And now it's just the Uno style match the color or the symbol to clap back. Right. So if if I insulted BJ's neighbor with the wig card, BJ threw down a green bomb. Now all I have to throw down is a different green card or a different bomb card, and then we're sort of like one-upping each other. And those are some of the most fun moments of the of the game, right? Where like you're like, yeah, well, oh yeah, well, oh, 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 you know. So we talked we talked about called adventure, a, a, di a totally different game, but how sometimes we don't want to win, we want to put together these cards that make a story. I'm imagining times where I'm staring at two bomb cards and I, I'm going to play the one that's funnier. Yeah, even totally. The other one might be an easier win. Just yeah. I want to play something stupid, right? Yeah, for sure. And, and again, that's, you know, there <laughs> is a, like any party game, there is like a point structure, but you're not walking away remembering who won. So essentially, once a retort battle is finished, then whoever played the last retort card then gets that life card into their point pile. And then, you know, you play a bunch of rounds and then whoever has the most point values on their life cards win the game. Super so. Yeah, exactly. So party game, is this one you think that comedians could play in the green room? Oh, I mean, this was designed by comedians. <laughs> so yes, for sure. I so mean, honestly, I feel very lucky because... Uh, you know, early play tests, I just have a, a lot of my friends are comedians and they are creative, funny people that aren't afraid to tell you their opinions on stuff. Uh, so a lot of the early play tests were other comedians. And then, you know, we, we made sure we were like, well, I don't want this to just be fun for comedians. So then, you know, we started taking it to local game stores. We took it to Gen Con and play tested it in the unpublished room at Gen Con. We did a bunch of that sort of stuff. But uh, comedians did help design it, so you know it's a funny experience. And it's geared for everybody. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. know, it's it's geared towards more adult, right? I, I don't think you want to play this with your kids, but, um, you know, 
I, I'd say sort of like 15 and up for me is like where this game really uh, – where this game hits. People might be wondering why I took this picture. And Grant, it's to get <laughs> some kudos. Look how many cards are in this box. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no you problem. guys did a lot of... Yeah, the, the, I turned it sideways to show you how thick it was. That's three piles of those, Verla. Yeah, there, yeah. Wow. Lot, you know, I'm thinking, oh, it's a party game. Some of these party games, you open them up and they've got, you know, 50 cards. And you're like, oh, I just spent $25 on air. Totally. Well, right. This thing is packed to the gills, man. Look at this I'm thing. I'm excited for this. This yeah, looks awesome. It's actually you. heavy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's 330 cards total. Oh, wow. It's about 30 pounds, Verla. About yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. It's kind of expensive to ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I get annoyed, uh, just like you said, BJ, where it's like, I can play this game four times before I've seen every, like, ah, man, that's boring. And it, right. it, it almost feels like, Man, you're just like you only made this to make expansions to get more money out of me, and I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to make a game like that. So I think you know this game is super replayable, and it's also you know because it's like just the uh, you know the the structure, the framework. People are filling in so much around it. It's like nobody's gonna say debt and spaghetti the same way, probably. Right? You know, it's like. You're filling in, but hopefully it stays really replayable because there are a lot of cards in there and you're going to, you're not going to see the same thing over and over. That is curmudgeon from 25th century games. I don't see Steve in there. Berla, did we lose Steve? Um, Ooh. Oh, there he is. I see him now. Okay. I got it. I scrolled past him. That's curmudgeon from 25th century games. Congratulations, Grant. Uh, first, you you. Design. you've got some more designs on the way while I call up Steve. Yeah, I mean, I got a, I got an idea for one for a follow-up game that'll still fit into that sort of like party, fun, memorable moments, but hopefully still have some like, you know, gaming aspects to it. Jay, uh, the party is just starting, man. We're learning about curmudgeon and to Topher's throwing one out there yeah. for you. Spaghetti is so old, it gave me the slow <laughs> poops. Right? I mean, if that's the... that's. That's what this game is. It's, Verla, it's, if we're playing, we got to get Topher yeah. in the game. We're going to get yeah, Topher in the game. Yeah, for sure. GFGG Con in Santa Cruz, and we invite Grant Lyon to teach us <laughs> the game. Yes, there we go. He's the king of Santa Cruz, so we got to do that. Yeah, for sure. All right, so this is a board game show, Grant Lyon. That yeah. we got to play a board game. I love it. Somebody told me you right. haven't played just one, so I'm going to get my buddy, the name father, Steve O'Rourke, to give you a quick, a quick uh, pitch on how to play just one. Okay. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We've and, and I think BJ, you said we've got this as a contest tonight, right? Yeah. We have it as a contest. I've got a copy yes. of Christmas Lights from 20, 25th Century Games that All I'll right. be handing out to whoever scores the most. I want to be paying attention in Facebook chat trying to track this as much as possible. What BJ's got for us is a list of, you know, words or phrases. He's going to share them with the three, uh, well, now with him four of us. We'll each have to write down in host chat a word or something that we would use as a clue for that. And if the four of us all give different clues, great. We'll give those four clues to the crew and they can figure out, try and guess what BJ's original clue was. The thing with just one that makes it just one is that only one person can say a clue. If two people match on a clue, that clue, those clues explode. Matter and antimatter, they're gone. They're, they're, and, and now they're just left with two clues or maybe one clue to solve things. So we're going to have to try and be creative and think of the clues we'd like to give. Maybe go at it a little sideways, but not too far that the people can't guess what BJ's original intention was. 
And okay. chat crew, you're playing for Christmas lights. So, Grant, do you understand the rules of the game? Yeah, totally. Pretty simple. Not you're trying, to, you're trying to you're trying to be, you know, outside the box, but not crazy. <laughs> yes. Right. Or play for yourself like I do. Just yeah. Yeah. All right. So Topher, Topher, yes, we're playing it tonight. It's the uh, and by the way, Grant, the just one clues all have some relation to gr the life of Grant Lyon. Grant Lyon, Ooh. this is your life. We went all the way back to okay. third grade on some of these. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you really uh, found out secrets. Yeah. Oh, made some phone calls. By the way, your mom is very nice, Grant. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> she's a little strict on the phone, though. So yeah. She's real strict in, in general. <laughs> BJ nope. said pissed off and she hung up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. All right. So let's switch over. To host chat, okay? Right. There. I'm going to yep. type in the word. Here's what you have to do. Think of your clue. Hold on to it. Get it ready to go. And then I'll mm -hmm. say three, two, one. You just hit send and we'll all see them because we don't want to see each other's clues, okay? Right. So let me type the first one for you. Remember, all these have something to do with my research on Grant. <laughs> Well, also, thank you for doing research on me. That, that makes me feel nice. Got to do some show prep. Yeah. All right. So that's the one. Now you got to think of something with that. Something okay. that, that the chat crew will figure out from it. Man, maybe I made this game too hard. I'm not coming uh, up with anything funny. So the goal of the, is to is for the chat crew to win, though. Okay. <clears throat> oh, oh, I've got it. I've got mine. I got mine. All right, so I'm locked in. Steven's locked in. Verla, thinking? I'm like picturing something, and I can't pull the word up, but it would be so perfect. Grant's got his? I got mine. All right, Verla, you got to go with whatever you got. Alrighty. Three, two, one. Type it in. Oh, of course, Grant. Oh. <laughs> That's why I didn't go that way. I stayed away from that one. Yeah. By the way, Pretty excellent nice. job on that one. Hey, I was impressed. You. I was impressed. <laughs> And and uh, do you, hey, if you don't mind, once we reveal it, uh, get tell people the story about how you ended up taking a bigger role in that. Oh thing yeah, than, totally. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So do we have all? Of, no, we don't have. We, yeah, we got, we got them all. Okay, good. All right, so chat crew, here you go. Here are your four clues, and you got to figure out the word or words that come from this. The clues are Super Bowl, CC's Pizza, Jingle, and Break. All right, chat crew, start typing it in. So while we're waiting, Grant, tell us a little bit about CC's Pizza. If I am I going to ruin it if I tell the story of this? Am maybe I gonna so, away? huh? Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> thought of that. I'm oh, watching okay, Facebook well, chat. I'm not seeing anything yet. Think, think. Yeah, we've got a couple of answers. We've got mustache. Uh, quick, <laughs> quick. <laughs> yeah. Expect some funny ones from from Evan tonight. Quicks yeah, of Fiddlenburg. Yeah. No, you do not win with that one. Uh, do we have anybody yet on that? So clues are Super Bowl, CC's Pizza, Jingle's got and it. Break. Oh, Paul. Paul's got it. All right, now we're safe, Grant. Okay. Tell us the connection. <laughs> so I did this. I've done a bunch of commercials. I've done like ten commercials at this point, like TV commercials. I'm actually this year. I was currently in a big uh, Sam Adams commercial. Oh, I hadn't um, seen that one yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and CC's Pizza, essentially the commercial was, you know, I'm like the manager of a CC's Pizza and I'm like 
talking about like, well, you know, this lady always wanted more cheese on her pizza. So now we made more cheese on her pizza. And then it was supposed to cut to Casey and the Sunshine Band uh, doing what's their more, what's more, the, more. No, no, no. But but it was supposed to be a different song. What's Casey and the Sunshine Band's like big, big song? Uh, down tonight. Dun, 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 down tonight. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So it was supposed to cut to go, being like, this lady wanted more cheese on her pizza, so we put more cheese on her pizza, cut to Casey and the Sunshine Man being like, that's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. Uh, Casey never showed. They sent him a limo to pick him up, and he was like, yeah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, Literally, there are a hundred people on set. I mean, shooting anything, like there are a ton of people involved. You might not, if, if you're not, uh, you know, familiar with all like shooting stuff, like there are, you know, they rent this CC's pizza. There are no CC's pizzas in Los Angeles. So they built a CC's pizza set for this commercial. Wow. Uh, wow. And then this guy was like, yeah, I don't want to do it. And they were like, you couldn't give us a heads up like before this. So literally, you know, the director before lunch says, all right, Grant, you're wrapped. Like you're done. And I'm like, well, I want free lunch. So I'm like sitting here, <laughs> I'm sitting here on set. The director comes up to me at lunch and he's like, can you stick around more? And I was like, yeah, why? And they were like, well, your role just got bigger. Uh, and so they were like, he's not coming. So now you are the, um, person that's going to do it and so i ended up doing the commercial like maybe singing four different songs in the commercial because they didn't have the light they were like that's true they were like if casey's not here give us the license so i shot it i shot it with the casey song right got it with like the more 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 i think maybe i don't know who that one is but i i i shot like four different songs so they were like well, hopefully one of these is going to give us the license to do this. That right? is crazy. Yeah. Also, I think it. I think actually the commercial turned out better because you cannot recognize KC from KC and the Sunshine Band anymore. Like, it's, if, if it cut to him, you'd be like, who's this weird old overweight guy singing all of his you wouldn't be like wow they got casey and the sunshine man to be in this commercial you'd be like this is weird that this like old fat guy is singing now that's a good uh, point yeah so i think it made more logical sense that i was in it because i'm like oh you saw me earlier in the commercial now you cut to me singing now you can find it on youtube check out that's that cc's true. commercial grant line in the sunshine band all right let's go to number two and again these are all vaguely, vaguely connected to your life, Grand Lion. So let's see what we got here. Yeah. Here's the next clue. Mm. Are next. we limited to a word? We're playing a word. We'll play this straight oh. one. One Joe, word. Uh, you know, oh, I, just, I messed up last time. I said CC's pizza. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah that was just a no, 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 no. I'm just thinking. I was thinking about this particular clue. I have to be careful. Oh, see, I thought you were going a different way, Steve. Immediately, I was like, okay, I'm not going this one because Steve's going to go that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Now, now I'm thinking I'm safe, so I'm going to go with my uh, what I wanted originally because it doesn't sound like Steve has it. Okay, so I've got mine. I got mine. Steve Grant. I got mine. 
Berla? Okay. Yep. Berla, you know Steve Martin? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> The only thing you couldn't say. Uh, that was dumb. All right, let's move to the next clue then. Uh, <laughs> By the way, what, what were your other ones? I, I, B, Banjo was my other choice, BJ. King Tut was my other one. Tut was. I, I just typed in Tut. I thought you were going to go Banjo though. What was uh, your? That would have been my I choice. Did, I did Banjo. Oh. I was. Gonna, I was going to do Arrow. Uh, that would have been good was arrow, yeah. I wonder right. if they would have got it with Tut and Actor. Oh, Chad Cruz screwed that one up. So let's go to the next one. Man. All right, here we go. Here's a clue. Again, only vaguely connected to, to Grant Lyon. So tough one, though, I think. Oh, I got to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, I've got mine locked in. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, I'm good. Berla? Yep. Go. Three, two, one. Hit it in there. Interesting. <laughs> 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 okay. That's good a tough luck. one for people. Yeah. Good, good luck, chat crew. But here we go. Your four chat crew, your four clues. And remember, you're playing for a copy of Christmas Lights. It's mascot, hair, fruit, and mustard. <laughs> oh, is there anything we could do with that one? So st- wow. I thought I read somewhere that Steve Martin was one of uh, one of your inspirations. Is that oh, right? For yeah. sure. I mean, Steve Martin uh, basically accomplishes what I want my voice to be on stage, which is smart and silly, right? He is both, he's at the same time intellectual and also just really silly and ridiculous all the time. And that's what I aspire to be. You know, he, 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 I've heard you describe yourself as a little bit smart and a little bit goofy. And Steve yeah. was always that to me. There For was sure. a smart edge to his comedy, comedy. And then all of a sudden he would come out with an arrow in his head. You know? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what, that's one of the reasons I love him very much. Yeah, so I'm getting I'm getting a little bit of johnning over here, but uh, not as bad as Casey in the Sunshine Bank, because you can go to any state yeah. if you want to see him. No, Dean, you do not win Steve Martin. Also, if you like Steve Martin, you should read his. It's one of the best books by a comic about stand up. Is uh, his book? Um, born standing up it's really really good and really interesting i read the one that he came out his very first book my dad actually bought it my dad loved comedians and loved steve martin especially and i can't remember the name of it um it was a book with his with his routines in it it was just really it was a really dumb book god yeah look it up i just don't, I don't see it all right so everybody's saying mustard but that was that's one of the clues somebody asked what the fourth clue was oh i see okay so hair fruit Mustard and what, what was the other one? Hair fruit mascot. Mascot, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. That one. Uh, I don't know that they're gonna get this one on a got somebody <laughs> close. I mean it's it's hard. Close. It's close. I think we're gonna have to call this one. Grant, what, well, wait, what how about one bonus clue? Oh yeah. one bonus clue right here, because this is what I was going to say, and then I was like, somebody else is gonna say this. So I can't say it. So I got a I got a bonus clue. Your bonus clue is slime. Good one. Mm-hmm. Good one. Yeah, good one. Good. We'll see if anybody while we're doing that, while we're waiting, we'll put in the next one. 
And okay. here we go. You can start working on this while Steve keeps an eye out on the public chat. All right, here's your next one. Let's see what we got. Hmm. Mm. All vaguely connected to Grant Line in some way or fashion. <laughs> uh, what do we have? Mm. Okay, got one. We'll see. We'll see. Anybody get it, Steve? No. They're saying that Kelly got it with Nickelodeon because they were thinking double there. No, mm. no, sorry. It was not Nickelodeon. It was, Grant, what was it? Banana slugs. The banana the slugs. I showed like three pictures yeah. of them at the start of the show. It's true. Banana slugs. Okay, so everybody got their clue? Yeah. Yes. Thanks. I think so. I'm not sure y'all are going to get it. We'll go. Three, two, one. Ooh. Wait, I have no idea what Steve's is. <laughs> I don't know that one. All right, here we go, Chad Crew. Some tough clues for you. Your four clues are Chocula, Nesquik, Bosco, and Cow. Bosco, Steve. You're going to have to mm -hmm. tell me about that one. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Sure. So you actually played D2 ball at uh, at Santa Cruz, right? We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. So the Banana Slugs are famous in our world here in the South because they're actually a pretty good baseball team. Oh. Uh, yeah. And and college baseball here in the South is pretty big. So I'd heard I'd heard the nickname before. Yeah, and it's yeah. one of the strangest ones I've ever heard. Do you know this? Oh, well, yeah. We we get voted um, like best mascot in America all the time and stuff like that because it is just so weird and unique. Um you know, uh, banana slugs, there are legitimately banana slugs on campus all the time, and there's a tradition in it. Really? Uh, it's been a tradition since the school started is, like, incoming freshmen, you got to kiss a banana slug. I mean, they're huge. They're, they're like, this big, and they're bright and yellow. They're kind of bright mustard, which is why I put the mustard clue with the kind of that, that color. That makes sense. Uh, they're that color, yeah. And so um, they're poisonous. Um, not like crazy poisonous, but if you kiss them, your lips go numb and stuff like that. So that's like uh, one of the, the traditions. Now, I think, you think we have a winner. Yeah, yeah. I think we do. Good job, what Evan. Were, what were you going to say, Grant? Uh, it's uh, the, the administration tried to change the banana slugs, was what like the students voted it to be the mascot from the beginning. And the administration tried to change it to the seals in like the 1970s and the student body like rioted and there is a statue of a seal on campus and one of the big traditions on campus is every year on a specific date the seal gets painted yellow and they have to like remove all the paint and stuff yeah right all right so evan got the answer chocolate was yep. the answer and here's our next clue Are you Wait, I, I have a question is i i wasn't sure me this being my first time playing is chocula too close because I'm thinking of Count Chocula with chocolate milk. Is that too close to saying chocolate? I wasn't Ber sure. Verla is the overlord. I think it's fair game. Oh, she okay. says it's fair. Congratulations. Here's your next one. Again, some of them very tenuously related to Grant Lock. Hmm. This is dumb. I should have thought of these clues beforehand, right? I've sure been prepared for my Also, game. can you please explain Bosco to us? Oh, yeah. That might be a New York thing. That's a Seinfeld episode where George is um it's his it's his password, but he's he likes chocolate milk and Kramer's trying to guess it. And he's like, No, it's not just the regular one. Hershey's quick, 
Which one is it? And Bosco is another kind of chocolate milk. Mm. Okay. All right. I think I got mine. I got mine. Um, I, got mine. I do not. Uh... Come on. You got to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know right, you do. Three. No two, pressure. No. One. Hit it. All right. We got four clues here. Somebody cheated on one of those, though, but we got cable, we have <laughs> network, we have channel, and we have Keen Peel. <laughs> one word, Keen Peel. <laughs> yeah, so I, I actually don't remember why did I choose chocolate milk, Grant? What, is, what was that about? I don't know. Oh, it's because of my – actually, my favorite commercial I ever did was for Johnsonville Sausage. <laughs> yes. And uh, I'm like – I'm playing like a – 30 year old who still lives with his parents. Yes. And uh, and so the whole premise of the commercial, it's really funny. It's like an actually funny commercial. It's uh, good. It's a good commercial. Yeah. If you uh the the whole concept was my parents try to lie to me and and tell me they can't that the Johnsonville sausage factory burned down so they can't give me Johnsonville sausage. And I'm like, <laughs> then I might as well move out. And they're like, Yeah, maybe you should. I'm like, no. We gotta fix this situation. I'm gonna, and then uh, and then the ending was like a whole ad lib thing where I was like, I'll be, I'll take dinner in my room with chocolate milk. <laughs> That's where I got it from. That and somebody told yeah. me that you ad lib that at the end. Yeah, that I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with chocolate sure. milk. All right, so Jay Bell picked it right away. I think so. Yep. Didn't take yep. him long. He got Comedy Central. Congratulations, Jay. Here's our next clue, Grant. Are you ready? I am okay. ready. Again, all vaguely connected to my research of Grant Lyon. <clears throat> what do we put here, though? Oh, I got it already. I know the one. Some of the, some of these are going to be easier than others, I think, Steve. This, this is going to be one I give the check crew five seconds, unless we all, yeah, unless we all buzz out. We got him. Yep. yep. Steve. Steve, still thinking? In a second or three. All right, there we go. Three, two, one, go. For you. Oh, this is going to be so simple. Yeah, All right, chat crew, here's an easy one for you. And you're playing for Christmas lights from 20th, 25th century games. We got Mo, Marge, Smithers, and Flanders. How easy could that be, Grant? It's who yeah. can type the fastest. <laughs> well, I, I almost put the same thing as one of the other clues, and I deleted it and changed mine. Really? Which one? So, you know, in number, which one was it? Uh, it was the third one. I almost uh, based on your background, I would have picked number one. I would have thought you would have done that. Yeah. Well, I was like, you know, you want to the game, right? It's like you want to, you don't want to be too obvious, but you also mm -hmm. don't want to be crazy. You know? Holy cow! Look at this. We got tons of people. I think Jay snuck it in. I think I think Jay. Think Jay snuck it in. All right. I think Jay did. So give us what is that, and why did I pick that one, Grant? Because uh, it's like was the biggest influence on me being a comedian. I mean, that's like, I mean, I, I grew up, I told you my mom was strict. I grew up in a strict family. I wasn't allowed to like watch much TV. So The Simpsons was my uh, introduction to comedy. I mean, that's, you know, people always ask like, which comedians are your biggest influence? And, and yes, I have actual standups that are influenced, but none of them are as big as The Simpsons. Simpsons, yep. All right, I just put out our next clue. Mm. So take a look. I've got mine locked in already. Yep. Chat crew. I knew the chat crew would be all over that. I mean, so many people, so many people dropped on that one. That was a 
That was a big one. You could tell right away. I'm torn between two. You got it. Grant, you've got yours locked in. I'm I sure. got mine. Yeah, that didn't take you long, man. No. Early, you got one? Yes. All right, here we go. Three, out. two, one. Punch it in. Ooh. Okay. Okay, I, I don't know that one, so you have to explain this one. So we got Which one, mine? Yeah, why don't you read them out? Because I don't even want to mispronounce any okay. of them. Okay. Uh, the clues are cred, beef, hip-hop, and far side. Hmm. Interesting. There's there's enough there for the chat crew to get. There is. There is. Yeah, for sure. There's enough. It's um. Yeah, there is enough on there for that one. Simpson's still going on. How many years is it now? I think they're in their thirty-five. It's. I think it's might be thirty-two. We're trying to figure out who's going to die first. Is it is it Lorne Michael or Homer Simpson? Yeah. Who's going to die first? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they, they did have a cast uh, change for the first time in a long time. So uh, it, they're on their 32nd season right now. Mm, um, you know, that does not, when, when you talk about the 32nd season, that does not include the years that uh, The Simpsons was on the Tracy Ullman show. Tracy Ullman. Too. So it's, it's been around for more than 32 years. But Wow, nobody's uh, getting it yet. Look at this. Oh, they're, yeah. they're in the vicinity. Um, you know, the, the big thing that changed recently, you know, cause Hank Azaria was doing sort of mm -hmm. all of the, um, he was doing a lot of the minority characters and now he mm -hmm. is no longer doing that, that they are actually getting people, um, from that background to do those characters, which I think is a step in the right direction. Yeah. 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 Sure. He is yeah. talented, but you know, yes, for sure. He doesn't need to do 12 different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, different. Uh, don't see anybody getting it. Wow. It Wait, can we do another? Can we do a, a, a another bonus clue? Oh, yeah. Sure. Give it to us. Go for it. Uh, board game. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. All right. So, chat crew, we've got board game, far side, hip hop, beef, and bread. I thought my clue was going to give it to him right away, but I don't see it. No. <laughs> not yet either. I don't know this one, Evan. Brimley's pop and lock. I don't, I'm not sure what that is. You know, to be fair, uh, this is a fairly new game, so some people just might not know it. Yeah, but but uh, Gumbo fans, Gumbo fans should be here. The designer oh, and the artist. There we go. We actually the artist. There it is. Okay. The Board Game Brothers are from New Orleans, and the artist actually came on the show. So oh, cool. Hamu's, All right. Hamu's a good friend of the show. In fact, every once in a while, we'll see Hamu in the comments. So. Sometimes mm -hmm. he'll check out the show. Wait, Evan says he's been to Moe's Tavern. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. That's so cool. is that uh, Jay gets rap gods? I think Jay was the first one oh. I saw. Although, although Kelly technically spelled it correctly. That That is true. <laughs> yeah. Although if we, ask, if we ask the overlord here. I'm going to step out of that conflict one. Of interest? There's a conflict of interest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've only got we've only got two left, so let's see what so, we got here. Oh, Ready? you wanted me to explain my clue. The Far Side is my favorite hip hop group of all time. Uh -huh. so, yeah, they know. were like a uh, early to mid '90s uh, hip hop group, and they're and they're awesome. There's some they they only released two studio albums, and it's you know it's it's just not enough. But um, 
they're they're awesome. You would recognize some of their songs. Some of their songs have been sampled and uh, stuff like that. So uh, the funny thing, I don't know if J- if Topher Jay running a running away with it uh, is actually like a Far Side song. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, can't keep running away. Oh, and if you've never, if you want to hear funny hip hop that Paul just said in the chat, Yo Mama song is one of the funniest hip hop songs wow, you I'm ever hear. Ah, oh, your mom is so fat. How fat is she? She rolled up on the back to get some burgers from Wendy's and her skates went flat. I got stuck in her butt crack. I thought she was. We're going to do a music show with Grant. We're going to get him back on and just do all music yeah. the entire time. We've had more music, singing on this show, I think, than any other one. This yeah, yeah. Usually it's just me and Alex that sing, but I've got Grant, another another fellow singer. So this is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love right, singing. So do we have our clues for the next one? Oh, I Thank didn't you. even look. I was so busy talking about the far side. I'm so distracted. <laughs> you know what's actually one of the funniest things? Now that I thought this totally brings it full circle here. <laughs> At the end of that song, your mama song by the far side, they they like they have an outro where it just sort of fades and they are giving your mama jokes back and forth. That's and cool. one of the last ones you can hear before the volume is too low is your mom's so dumb she tried to be an extra on The Simpsons. <laughs> right there. Wow, it brought it back. Cool. Yeah. Really did. All right. Three, two, one, put in your clues. Oh, y'all went with the easy ones. Come on. Come on. We also went with the legal ones, BJ. Make it tough, man. Come on. All right, here we go. We're making it tough for you. Here's your four clues, chat crew. All vaguely connected to Grantline, Maxwell Smart, Cordless, Android, and Nokia. Wait, even I... Wait, now I'm not sure how this one's connected to me. <laughs> think, think about it. This, is, this is the first one that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's supposed to be connected to me. Okay. <laughs> see, see, when you're a big Hollywood star, you have to call your agent to find out. Was uh, yeah. like this? <laughs> All right. So do we have anybody there? Boy, I lost, I lost, I lost the uh, chat for a second. You have to check it out for me. Um, um, what? Jay's got it again. Jay's wow, on fire. Jay with the big one. Jay's got uh, – okay, here we go. I'll check who's also, back there. Also, now that we've already given out the, the rap gods, I, I did a top ten list for uh, Dice Tower, and uh, and uh, uh, rap gods was my uh, honorable mention on there. Yeah. So very high for me. Still love By that. By the way, game. rap gods, good. I enjoyed yeah. Hoop gods, fantastic. Better? Okay. Oh, hoop gods. It's a one-on-one game. Uh, it's fantastic. I won't tell you the score between me and Jay. I'll, I'll let him talk about it. But yeah, so we got, uh, no, it wasn't shoe phone, but that's where I was going with that. It was cell phone and Jay is the winner. We only have one more left. Oh, Topher, not shoe phone, but you missed it by this much. <laughs> by that much. All right, the last one. Let's see what we got here. Are we ready? Last one. Making it tough. Making it tough. Hmm. All right. I've got mine. I think so. I got mine. Yep. Three. Oh, wait. Hold on. I typed it wrong. 
Three, two, one, go. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe hopefully. No, no chance. <laughs> no chance. All right, here's, here's Ever the Cylon. Here's your four clues. It's mama, retort, gr- grumpy, and spiel de jar. Now there's a reason for that clue though. Yeah. I knew where you guys were going with yours, so let's mm-hmm. see what we got here. Yes. Yes, you, you knew where we were going with ours. We have no idea where you were going with yours. There's always going to be some place where you go sideways. Jay, I didn't. I'm not bringing up that win. I'm bringing up those wins. <laughs> Three pointer at the end, seven to six. Woo. Oh, I was yeah. a finger. Hey, it's oh. one of those. Ga- it's one of the games. Oh, I remember the score. Why? What? Why do you like hoop gods more than rap gods? If uh, if you ever played street ball, I mean, I grew up playing, you know, two on two, three on three, one on one uh, ball. It it's the closest to to a sports game that I've ever felt. I mean, you just feel the action. You feel the you just feel the the ebb and the flow going back yeah, yeah. and forth. Okay. It's it's a tight design. It could actually you could you could turn it into a soccer game or a lacrosse game. They could actually turn it into those. It's yeah, yeah. System that is really cool. It just plays that's quick. Great. Well, I mean, that's one of the reasons I like rap gods too, right? Is I theme matters to me in a game. Like I, and that game just feels very thematic and everything's connected to that. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I just was like very happy that like, I think when most people think of like a rap, uh, a game, focused on hip hop or rap they're like what oh, is this game gonna make me rap or something like yes. that you know it's like no, no god no please don't do that you know, you know you know what my problem with rap gods and i i love the game I actually own a co- i have a copy of it right over there on the shelf the, the my only problem was that when i looked at the game and you look at the board the board looks like some kind of really complicated kinnerspiel type of game and yeah, it's yeah. actually about as friendly as ticket to ride it's, it's totally really, yeah it's really, not really hard. so i it's I I love lightweight games. It's just that this one looks is it's less lighter than it looks. Yeah, yeah, so that yeah. kind of threw me off. And that juxtaposition was it. It just didn't feel like the board and all the cards and the mechanics and everything lived up to what that lightness was. So, um, but again, well designed, lots of fun. Also, I'm not that much of a fan of the beef mechanic. That the mm-hmm. rolling dice thing—it just never seemed to work right. I like the rest of the game, but yeah, I don't yeah. know why you want to include the beef mechanic. I, I, I think it's well, it, and it does. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to. I like I like the beef because I want that player interaction, but it is hard to want to choose the beef because you're like, well, why am I going to risk not getting any points? This time mm-hmm. on a dice roll, or so, yeah, mitigate, but not a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's the, I've lost plenty of beefs to get frustrated with that. I would like to talk to Omari in five years and say, Omari, what would you do better now? Because he he's his skills as a game designer are just growing exponentially. I yeah, think yeah. five years from now he would say, I would probably tweak that beef mechanic. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. vocabulary will be, will be a lot bigger. I'm not a game designer, so Grant, unlike you, I can't fix the game. I, I, don't, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, know yeah. where to start, but I, I just know what I feel. Who gods? I'm telling you, I, I recommend it to anybody, even if you're not a sports fan. You should okay. get it. Well, I am a sports fan, so that makes it even better. <laughs> BJ hasn't bragged about beating Jay Bell. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I have now. So it's a. Yeah. All right, so that's just one. Grant Lyon finally got to play just one. What'd you yeah, think? 
I love it, man. That's like a that's a perfect game to add to my collection. That's something I for sure Absolutely. want. We yeah. play family and friends, and we don't even really care about the points. We're really yeah, yeah. for the experience and the fun. And when you know when you're when you're begging somebody not to take your clue, and they do anyway. So. Well, it's funny because you, like, you could do that one over Zoom too. You could do that one electronically. Totally. Just write it down on a piece yeah, of paper. Yeah. Totally do it. And one of the things I like, you know, it's like I never, even growing up, I never liked Scrabble. I just I'm not. I'm not good at it. I'm not. And so I always assume like, oh, I don't like word games. And mm -hmm. then. You you know you play code names or you play just one or you play some of this stuff and you're like oh no I just don't like Scrabble I like there are plenty of word games that I like you know yep that is a good point yep yeah and just one is one of those I do get stressed out when I'm the one uh, guessing because I'm staring at all these things and everybody knows what it is and I feel this tension and this stress I'd much rather be on the other side giving dumb clues you know yeah yeah. yeah. Trying not really, uh, trying to be as obtuse as possible, uh, but who? It's that can be a little stressful. But yeah. we like stressful games on the gumbo, right, Steve? Oh yeah, sure. All right, I'm gonna send Verla and Steve back down into the green room. That so was Jay, Jay's got just for the record. Jay's got the win. Oh yeah, congratulations! Um, what was it? Because I saw Evan won a couple, so it was close, right? What was Jay it like Dan three to four. four? Oh okay. Um, and um, even though BJ determined that he wanted to play by. Um, throwing steve martin out there jay gets revenge for hoop gods this time yeah grant jake lives right down the road oh, oh nice <laughs> it's rigged yeah. someone uh, just bury me now so the bj convention is keep practicing keep practicing we're gonna get that yep all right, so let me send uh, Berla and Steve. Thank you guys for playing uh, Just One. Love that game. We haven't played in a while, so that was no, it's a good one. Was a lot of fun. All right, let me send that back down. So, yeah, Grant, that's the uh, that's our game. Brought to us by the Game Crafter link, our copy of your very own board game playing cards, which I have right here. You can check that out anytime. Les le bon temps bourré. Bourré, a very competitive cutthroat gambling game. If you like little mini tiny uh, trick taker games, if you're a basketball fan, Washington Wizards, many years ago, there was that gun where they brought the gun into the locker room over a bet. That was this game. <laughs> All right. It was pretty bad. Before I let you go, I wanted to let you know about something that's coming up. Strike, one of the most strategic thematic games out there. Strike, we're having a charity tournament this weekend, this Saturday. Uh, we've actually got a couple of famous people. John Lee Brady and Rio are going to be there as celebrity people with it. It's Team Gladiators versus Team something. I can't read. Something dice in a something. Can't remember what it is because the strike game is all about gladiators in arena battling back and forth. I'm on Team Gladiators. I'm going to be doing that for charity on Saturday. I'll be playing for the New Hope Foundation. So uh, cheer me on. I've been working for a year just perfecting my strategy, really thinking about all the things we have to do to win this dice game. So it should be fun. Uh, have you ever Have you ever played strike? I have not. No. Hmm, very interesting. You should check out my words because I may not be telling the truth about how strategic that game. Okay. <laughs> it's so hard. I mean, there's just so many games. It's like it's so hard to keep up, right? I may be exaggerating a little bit about the strategy. You're throwing dice in a little tiny bowl. <laughs> but okay. It's, okay. it's gladiators and arena battling each other. All right. Make sure. All right, board gamers. That's it for another episode of Gumbo Live. I want to thank my guest, Grant Lyon, for coming on the show, man. We've been talking about this for weeks, and I was so excited to hear it. Yeah. How can people reach you if they want to watch Grant's Game Rex or 
if they just want to interact with you on social media? Yeah, uh, Grant's Game Rex are real easy to watch on YouTube. If you just do youtube.com slash Grant Lyon, it's L-Y-O-N, uh, you'll find uh, all my game recommendations. I think I have like over 75 now, and they're all nice. like they're all like between one minute and two minutes, you know? So you, you hear a little bit about the game and you get a couple of jokes. So it's like, hopefully it's like they're – there are enough game recommendations for people who aren't gamers and there are enough jokes for people who are gamers who already know the game you know what i mean uh and if you want to interact with me i'm on social media and all that sort of stuff uh grant lion one the number one on uh instagram and twitter and stuff like that so you can hit me up there make sure to like our facebook page facebook.com Board Game Gumbo or our YouTube channel. It helps us get the word out about all of our upcoming shows, including our last show of the season. It's Jeremy Howard, Jambalaya himself from Man vs. Meeple. He's got a big crap ton of board games that he's going to be giving away right on the show. So if you want to watch it, come check us out uh, next week. Grant, you have anything coming up that you want to plug? you have any experiences that you're going to be coming up as far as you know? Well, I mean, uh, touring is rough right now. I mean, it's not happened very much for the pandemic. But if you're interested in seeing my comedy at all, uh, or hearing my comedy, rather, I had a, um, an album that came out earlier in 2020 that hit number one on the comedy charts. It was wow. on all different stuff. Uh, and they play it a ton on Sirius XM. It's called Scheduled Fun Time. And you can literally hear it everywhere you hear music. Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, all that stuff. If you just search my name, you can uh, listen to my new album, Scheduled Fun Time. It's like uh, an hour of jokes. My seven-year-old, my seven-year-old niece loves comedy, so I'm gonna make sure to pick up the album so that she could yeah. listen to it. So that is, that is fantastic. Thank you. All right, I am BJ from Board Game Gumbo, and until next time, Grant, laissez le bon temps roulette. Thanks for listening. Gumbo Live is produced by BJ Rosa and the name father Steve O'Rourke, with editing by Sean Jones. You can find more Board Game Gumbo content by checking out our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Twitter feed at Board Game Gumbo, or visit the Board Game Gumbo blog at BoardGameGumbo.com. Hey, this is Patrick. And this is Eric. From Patrick Patrick and and Eric in the morning. Join us every now and again for about a half an hour as we freeform chat about whatever's on our minds and how it all relates back to our favorite hobby, board gaming. Patrick and Eric in the morning can be found on the What Did You Play This Week podcast feed and on the Punchboard Media site. Happy listening.